Undercover Carson, secret agent. Operation Death Ray, an assignment in Rio. In Sao Paulo, Brazil's second city, we were beaten to scientist Martin Schroeder by the increasingly sinister Chaco. But we managed to speak to Schroeder's widow, Vilma, before Angelo's relatives and friends smuggled her out of the country, out of Chaco's reach. What she told us was gravely disturbing. Chaco had boasted that he merely needed the information of the remaining scientist, known only to us as the Cossack, and then he had the full secret of the death ray. He had boasted also that he knew where and when to contact the Cossack, and meanwhile, he was going to attend to the disposal of those other people who were also seeking the plans of this frightening tool of destruction. But through Wilma Schroeder, we had discovered something of the importance of that elegant night spot, the Golden Eagle, where Faye Corelli danced in a mask and feathers, and where Hetty Fitzhenry sat in a corner with her sketch pad. On the fifth night of the performance of an Aztec ritual dance, Chaco was due to visit the Golden Eagle. And tonight is the fifth, Carson. So, Sir Giles. It's all based on the five evil days. Indeed, I recall something of it now. The Aztecs had an odd sort of calendar. Though they knew that the year had 365 days, they had broken it up into 18 months of 20 days each. Mm, leaving five over in the ordinary year. That's right, old fellow. Five days which they believe were the property of the gods of evil. Wild dances and many excesses filled those five days each year. And the climax was human sacrifice. Generally, the young and beautiful members of the fairer sex. Mm, and in this modern day and age, Chaco's settling for the exotic fay and the red-headed Hetty. If we can accept the word of Wilma Schroeder... No reason to doubt her. I agree. Her husband obviously told her the truth before remorse and despair got the better of him. Chaco boastfully related all this. Mm, the same Chaco seems exceptionally sure of himself. Well, Carson, he has five out of six parts of the information, it would seem... And he has a notion where and when to find this Cossack chappy. Well, Sam. This Chaco must certainly have a twisted mind. Yes, and clever, Sam. I fear so. However, Sir Giles, are we going to allow Faye and Hetty to be sacrificed? I rather feared you'd bring that up. We can't just stand by and let them go to their death. It does seem ungallant, I suppose. Ungallant? Callous, sir. True, Carson, true. They can't know about this. You don't think so? Well, look at it this way. Hetty and Faye have both done their best to persuade me not to go to the Golden Eagle tonight. It seemed pretty clear why. They've got the whisper that Chaco's due to appear. They want to look him over without our interference. Perhaps. But on the other hand... Uh... And you have some other theory? No, 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 Carson. Just pondering. All right, then. But you must admit this, sir. Both divine creatures walking into traps. Indeed, and I hate to appear callous, as you say. But should friend Chaco in any way, um... <clears throat> Eliminate them? Wouldn't that uh, simplify matters for us? It would, perhaps, sir. Well, surely we don't have to be so cold-blooded. My dear Carson, please don't run away with the idea that this won't cause me some distress. I agree, it's a horrible thought. But consider what is at stake. Yes, I realize, sir. The lives of so many. True. And can it be said that either Miss Fitzhenry or Mademoiselle Carelli is laboring in the better interests of mankind? Not that we know of. We may conclude, in fact, that they're both working against peace and harmony. That they are the agents of greed and disruption. Perhaps, sir. 
In that case, uh, there we lift a finger. Yeah, but we just can't stand by while they're sacrificed. We must steel ourselves to it. Uh, I don't know that I'm cut out to be an undercover man. And we must be prepared to watch and see this thing happen. I, I don't know that I can. Then perhaps um, I'll go to the Gold Eagle alone, if that would help at all. <sighs> Afraid it'll be worse waiting. Well, please yourself, old chap. Trouble is, I seem to be too fond of the enemy. Remember the number one enemy, Charco. Cries, huh? Tonight we hope to set eyes on him for the first time. <laughs> and if he sets eyes on us, he'll see a pair of bearded gents. <laughs> Two English dons on a world tour. Well, time's moving along, sir. Shadow, better get busy with uh, our disguises. Oh, he's been at work this last half hour, preparing the beavers and so forth. <laughs> he's out in the kitchen, so let's join him. Right, sir. And we must decide what we're going to call ourselves. Professor Whatnot and uh, Doctor something or other. <laughs> anyway, we'll work it out. Sir Giles tried to make a picnic of things as his servant Angelo got busy disguising us. And quite an expert he turned out to be. But I was obsessed with what seemed certain to happen in the gay surroundings of the Golden Eagle. Must we have ringside seats at a cold-blooded killing? Meanwhile, Angelo transformed Sir Giles into a grey-bearded professor, then set to work on me. But I left it to Sir Giles to do the laughing when I stood up in front of the mirror. <laughs> Dr. Carstairs, <laughs> and you certainly looked the part. I hardly recognize myself. Well, it's to be hoped that no others recognize you, Senor. So. In particular, the manager of the establishment, and more especially the agents of this Chaco, or that gentleman himself. Yeah, I'd say it was impossible. A, a, a stoop a little, Carson. Hmm? Why, sir? You know, just to give the impression that you are burdened with knowledge. Oh, well, how's that? <laughs> splendid, splendid. <laughs> But, uh, self, Professor what? Well, uh, let's say, uh, uh, noble. Mm, and of what? Well, uh, uh, Anatomy? Anatomy? Professor of anatomy? Sir. Ah, oh, get out with your Carson. You're having me on. <laughs> About time I fought back. <laughs> I should imagine that you're the fellow with the qualifications when it comes to anatomy. Oh, how, sir? Well, all these lady loves of yours, if I dare mention them at such a time. Uh, hardly a time to joke about them, sir. Uh, true, my boy. Very true. However, we must be dons of some description. Just in case anyone asks awkward questions. And then we're a pair of ornithologists. Oh, suits fine. What is this, Excellency? Men who study birds and their habits. Oh, of course. <laughs> Both yourself and Senor Carson are most highly qualified in that regard. Indeed, and we can always say that the feathered costumes used in that Aztec display are an added attraction to us. Sir, sir. Then Dr. Carstairs and Professor Noble are ready to sally forth. Uh, that brings up your role, Angelo. I will wait outside the place of Eagle of Gold. I'd feel happier to know that you are there. Uh, then I will wait, Excellency. Good, good. Well, Carson... Uh, Carstairs. Oh, yes, yes, indeed, indeed. I'm ready, Professor. <laughs> then we go forth to study a most rare bird. That singular species known as charcoal. Felt an odd sort of bird myself in that beard and with the heavy spectacles. Ordinary glass, of course. We arrived at the Golden Eagle by taxi. Angelo was already hovering in the shadows across the street. Sir Giles, or rather Professor Noble, did the talking. And we were shown to an excellent table. Gave us a full view of everything. But I couldn't help feeling that it set us up as a very easy target.
an old fellow. You're dashed edgy. Mm, beard's tickling. Mine also, I fear. Besides, we're too exposed here. But at least we can see what's going on. No sign of Hetty. She's not in her usual corner. Not here at all. It's odd, Carson. It makes a fellow wonder. However, where is friend Chaco? That's what I've been thinking. We know he's small, dark, with piercing eyes. Could fit any number of chappies here. Mm, so, so. I've imagined a dozen Chacos already. Steady, old fellow. What now? Someone heading our way, I think. Hmm? Oh, manager. Oh, that chappie called Raoul. Sir, you do talking, sir. He might recognize my voice. Yes, yes, you leave it to me. Steady now. A very good evening to you, gentlemen. And welcome to the Golden Eagle. Oh, thank you, thank you. So very kind of you. Uh, this is your first visit, of course. Oh, naturally. We've just flown in from Rio. And you come to Sao Paulo on business? No, no. Just two old bookworms airing themselves in South America. And such a wonderful place we are finding it, too. I trust that you have an enjoyable time, and more especially here at the Golden Eagle. We are hoping so. <laughs> and now that we are off the lead, as the saying goes, we are jolly keen to see this floor show of yours. You will find it a memorable event. Mm, yeah, we feel sure. But everything is to your satisfaction. Immensely so. And to you also, Doctor? Oh, oh indeed, indeed. <laughs> I'll have to watch this fella closely, you know. Devil for the ladies. <laughs> Oh, really, Professor? Uh, may have to call for help when that floor show comes ah, on. Ah, gentlemen, I see that you are determined to have a happy evening. Yes, yes, we most certainly are. Then let us know if there's any way in which we can help you. Call on the waiter and I will come at once. Thank you, old fellow. A true Latin hospitality. It is a pleasure, especially when the visitors are so distinguished. Anything at all, gentlemen. It makes you feel so much at home. <laughs> Or should I say, makes you feel a bigger target than ever. I'm afraid so, sir. That fellow was fishing. He was. I don't like it. Well, we're here. Let's have a drink anyway. The floor show must be due any time. That could well mean the start of the fun. So? But where the blazes is Jocko? Well, sir, I've craned my neck and strained my eyes for ten minutes. If Chaco's here, I can't pick him. Nor I. There's no sign of Hetty. Very, very curious. I'm starting to wonder whether she warned us off for our own good. You mean? That she knew there was trouble due and decided to stay away. But, but that doesn't entirely make sense. We'll get some sort of answer soon. The lights are dimming. Yeah, and the band's starting up. We heard that fanfare last time. Yes, introduces the floor shed. Of course. There they all are at the side of the stage in those gaudy costumes. Quite a brilliant sight. They're coming up. By rights, Faye should be leading them. Well? She's not. Not? I say, Positive. There's divine legs of hers, not anywhere. What the deuce did all this mean? Carson! Carson, the shooting started! No, sir. Under the table and fast. Yes, sir. We're the number one target. It's us he's after. Hetty wasn't in her corner. Faye wasn't on the dance floor. Had they known all along what was going to happen? And did this mean that Chaco had marked down Sir Giles and myself to be the first rivals eliminated from Operation Death Ray? Mm -hmm. 